This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. This podcast contains adult content. Some of the themes or topics may include information on murder, kidnapping, torture, dismemberment, maybe some demonic content with information on positions and paranormal activity. This podcast will also include explicit, horrible and foul, socially unacceptable, totally uninhibited adult themes language. So if you're easily offended, if you're easily triggered, then I highly suggest you turn this off now. And if not, just keep in mind, parental discretion is advised. So this episode is about the Petoni Sky Stones. So in 1990, an Italian geologist named Angelo Petoni visited Sierra Leone, West Africa, and he was on the search for diamonds. He was working for a company, and they sent him there to find some fucking gems. So he's studying in the Kono district, which is the eastern province of Sierra Leone. And this was in a little village just outside of a place called Freetown. He came across this crazy-ass discovery. He was shown one of these really weird blue stones that he could not really identify. He thought they were turquoise at first. And he was shown them by a Fula chief, which is like a tribal headman of the area. And like I said, he, he said it resembled a pure turquoise, which would have been similar to some that were found on the pectorals of Egyptian priests. So he's like, hell yeah, man, got some pure turquoise. And the chief started telling him this ancient legend behind these stones. And then he also explained why the area was so rich in minerals. And according to the legend, the stones were the angels who used to live in the sky. Now, God found out that these angels were planning to revolt, so he expelled them down to earth for their wrongdoings, and they were turned into statues and remained buried beneath the soil. But they did not arrive alone on earth. Instead, they brought a portion of the sky and stars with them, and that is why the area is so rich in minerals and diamonds. So, Petoni starts looking at these stones, and he's just mesmerized by them. So he decides to bring them to Europe for examination. He took them to the Institute of Natural Sciences in Geneva and the University La Sapienza in Rome for analysis. And he thought the stones, like I said, were turquoise, but he was way fucking wrong. The test showed that the stones did not match with any known mineral. And many researchers, like many, I'll name a few more, They've all failed to determine where the blue color actually came from as well. 
So the Petoni Sky Stones, which they are now known as, underwent more tests at the University of Utrecht, where they were exposed to acids to alter their composition, but nothing happened to them. Crazy enough, they were heated up to 3,000 degrees Celsius, but their composition did not change at all. A lot of these researchers would look at these stones under microscopes and shit like that, and they were convinced that the stones had not been made naturally and might not be from Earth. Then the stones were sent to Germany and Tokyo for analysis as well. So here's what they found out. All these studies came to the conclusion that the stones were made up of about 77% oxygen, 20% carbon, lime, some traces of silicone, and other materials that were unidentified were also found in it. One of the researchers said, The composition makes the sky stone similar to a kind of concrete or stucco and seems to have been artificially colored. The natives living in the area where the stone was found already knew about its existence because the stone-like artifact used to pop out during digs in the area. Now, more preliminary tests were done with x-rays. It was determined that the blue stone was composed mainly of calcium hydroxide, calcium carbonate, and calcium silicate. And if that wasn't wild enough, none of these tests were able to explain how the stone got that blue color again. Scientists speculated that copper or some other transition material could be responsible for the color of it, but they were unable to detect any materials in sufficient quantities to confirm that theory. Then they did plasma spectrometry, and they did an analysis that way, and they reduced the oxygen level to 50 out of 100 or 55 out of 100 at the most, which is apparently normal in any rock. All these other weird things started popping up about these stones too. So they submitted the stone to gas chromatography, which tried to locate an organic compound in the rock and they were looking for some sort of ink that gives this stone its blue color. So researchers then decided to crush one piece of the rock, and they mixed it with acetone, hexane, and methylene, and enhanced the extractions with ultrasound. Finally, the researchers were able to detect an organic compound, but that compound was unknown to science. The sky stone does in fact have a non-mineral element in its composition, but that doesn't really tell us much because that element is unknown. The organic compound present in the sky rock is believed to be between 15,000 and 55,000 years old, and that's when it was ruled out that the stone was a fraud, because the molecular formula of this rock cannot be traced back to anything we know on earth. Carbon dating revealed that the age of the stones was found to be between 2,500 and 17,000 years old. And even weirder than that, these stones are always found in soil layers dating back to at least 12,000 BC. Now, due to the weird composition and the really unique look of it, these stones became super valuable in the market. They also appeared at a weekend market in Marrakesh, Morocco, and they were called kryptonite. There is some skepticism behind the identity of Petoni. 
Uh, some online sources do say that he was a self-proclaimed botanist, a gemstone expert, honored and decorated special forces operative, a guy who discovered Mayan statues, and he was linked to other archaeological sites. But his credibility is really doubted because nobody could find out what universities or institutes he was actually linked to. Then the story starts to revolve around an American artist and designer by the name of Jared Collins. In 2013, Jared Collins was on a trip in Asia and he was in search of some rare gems and minerals and he met a gem dealer in Hong Kong. Collins called the dealer and asked him to pay a visit to his small apartment. And after searching like hundreds of bags of just full of gems, like nothing surprised him. It was all shit that he had really seen before until he saw this weird shaped rock with white veins running through it. And here's how Collins described it. It was a curious thing with a very pretty blue color. And when I picked up the stone to examine it, it was strangely light for its size, and I thought it was some sort of a synthesized or hybrid wax or plastic material, yet it simultaneously appeared to be a natural stone of some kind. It was perplexing, and I had no idea what I was looking at, and I had no point of reference to compare it to anything else I had previously seen or handled before. <laughs> it's fucking wild, right? So this Hong Kong dealer tells Collins this strange story of how the rocks fell from the sky. You know, the same story that Petoni heard. They even sent a sample of the rock to Swiss Labs, where they were tested by a guy named Dr. Preeti. They waited for fucking months for these results to come back, and the doctor could not say anything, really. He didn't know much about it, and he concluded that the sample belonged to some kind of unidentified material. So Collins is like, I want to fucking buy a piece of this. And the dealer's like, nah, it's not for sale. As it turns out, the Skystone was the only thing in the room that day that was not going to be made available for sale. And with Jared Collins, it was the only fucking thing that he was interested in. That was the only thing he wanted to walk out of there with. He got nothing. So after he leaves Hong Kong, he can't stop thinking about the Sky Stone. So he tried to find the stone in some other places so he could get it and obtain like more information on it, but he failed. The only place where the stone was known to exist publicly was at Eric von Donneken's museum called the Mystery Park in Switzerland. So he gets a hold of the museum and he wrote a letter to buy a small piece off of one of their two large stones. They rejected him. So Collins is like getting fucking desperate about this right now. So he ends up getting a hold of that gem dealer in Hong Kong again and tries to get him to sell him the stone <laughs> again. And they exchanged a bunch of emails and phone calls and Collins made a proposal to the dealer and he accepted it. So he sent the small cutaway piece, which was the one that was previously sent to Dr. Preeti for examination. He sent that to Collins with all the information that he had about it. The gem dealer wrote in his letter that he had received this piece from an Italian man named uh, Vijay. He said, I heard that story from Vijay and I asked him if he could sell me a few pieces from whatever he had remaining. 
His friend had visited that Professor Pitoni directly in Italy upon hearing of the existence of the stone, which had been collected by that professor. I bought several fragments and sold all but the remaining two pieces you saw at my house, including the small cutaway which you now possess. So Collins is like, okay, who's this fucking Vijay guy? He tracked this dude down and got a hold of him through email. And Vijay told him that the piece of stone had first been discovered by Angelo Pitoni when he was in Sierra Leone. Vijay wrote to Collins and here's what he said. A local shaman then brought him to a place where there were some pieces of this blue material on the ground. Digging into the ground, Pitoni found over 200 kilograms of it, which was not in a natural formation, but rather set in a pyramid shape. I was later shown photocopies of a report from a geologist stating that the material could not be identified. It's fucking strange, right? So Collins decided to take this shit to the max with that small little piece that he had. Over the course of five years, this stone was studied by universities, independent scientists, and laboratories. And nobody could identify the origin and the creation mechanism of the sky stone. Fucking wild, right? <laughs> Let me state a couple sources real quick. You got time for disclosure, archaeologyworld.com, projectyourself.com, and I mean, there's a shitload of other sources, but they all pretty much say the same damn thing. Like, there's really not much you can say about it because they don't even know what the fuck these are made of or how they're even blue. They found an organic compound, but it's not from Earth. It's an unknown fucking material, so I don't know. Not a bad little bonus episode. It's pretty damn interesting, I thought. Yeah, anyway, I hope you guys enjoyed that, and until next time, I will see you later.